Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, August 6th at 2 p.m. in London. Markets like stories. Markets like stories because they're made up of people, and there's a very human attraction to a good narrative that probably goes back to time immemorial. And markets like stories because markets are complicated and investors are busy. Anything that simplifies this is a welcome respite. The latest story to sweep through the market is that the surge in the Delta variant and slow progress on infrastructure are putting growth at risk. Like any good story, it comes with compelling illustrations. Both interest rates and economically sensitive stocks have declined, exactly what one would expect if the economy was at risk. On the surface, this story seems pretty logical. COVID cases are once again rising in the U.S. and around the world. Progress on increased infrastructure spending, in theory one of the easiest policies on which to find bipartisan agreement, has appeared to slow, and some recent data has disappointed. But as August turns to September, we think this story will shift. Growth optimism should come back. Our faith here is tied to several factors. While COVID cases are rising, so are vaccination rates, reducing the intensity of hospitalizations relative to prior waves. My colleague Matthew Harrison believes that U.S. COVID cases could peak in late August or early September, a decline from which could improve growth sentiment and also increase optimism around the upcoming school year. Meanwhile, my colleague Michael Zizis noted on this program on Wednesday that our base case remains that infrastructure spending will pass, and that the total could be quite large, encompassing both a bipartisan infrastructure framework and a much larger budget reconciliation package. This process is likely to be all or nothing, as either both or neither could pass, but our expectation sits with both. Finally, about some of that weakness in the recent economic data. It's true that U.S. economic growth for the second quarter and U.S. manufacturing PMI, a key measure of activity, were both weaker than expected over the last few weeks. But the underlying details of these surveys were pretty strong. For example, U.S. GDP was weaker in large part because businesses continued to run down their inventories, a potentially unsustainable trend that could mean more production is needed to refill these later in the year. Meanwhile, today's report on the U.S. labor market was pretty strong across the board, an improvement over the much more ambiguous readings of last month. In summary, there's been a good story out there about weakening growth, a story that appears to be backed up by COVID numbers and market performance. But approach this story with skepticism. We think this picture isn't all what it seems, and more optimism around the economy will return. That should push interest rates higher, a key reason why we're underweight government bonds. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Thoughts of the Market on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 